A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we're talking about sex, but not in a way that you have heard before. This is not about to get raunchy and crazy, so don't get too excited. (laughs) We're going to kind of talk a little bit about science and emotion behind sex. And you might actually disagree with me when you hear what I'm about to say, but bear with me. By the end of this podcast, I can almost guarantee that you will change your perspective. Because once I understood this concept, I had changed my perspective too. At first, I was like, this doesn't make sense. But it actually definitely does. Let me also preface this by saying, I know ultimately everybody is different. Every human has a different way of operating, thinking, acting, feeling, etc. So this might not apply to your specific relationship, okay? I'm speaking more generically. Please nobody come for me like, that is not true. My boyfriend is X, Y, and Z. Okay, got it. Cool. If this information does not apply to you, that is perfectly fine. And if it does apply to you, or maybe it applied to you in the past, I think that you're really going to enjoy this topic. Hear me out. Women fall in love 
over sex and men fall in love over emotion. Yes, you heard that right. Now, I'm not speaking about this based on my opinion, so don't come for me. I'm speaking based on actual science. So like I said, bear with me here. When having sex, some sort of hormone is released that women produce more of, which ultimately this hormone lets women feel more connected to the man, more vulnerable after having sex. Now they feel some sort of deeper bond. They let their walls down. I can't really explain it. Like I said, this is a science, but this is what I've learned. And so this hormone, women produce more of, like I said, and because of that, we start to feel way more connected to a man after being intimate with him. Whereas men are obviously out here pumping testosterone. Okay, you know, when there's just like a lot of guys in the room and you're looking around like, wow, there's a lot of testosterone in here. That hormone is way more powerful than the other hormone that women receive more of and release more of. So it actually pushes that one further down for the guys. So they feel more pleasure during sex. That's why guys can have sex so easily and freely with all different women, whatever, because they have that like pleasure addicting sort of feeling rather than a deep vulnerable bond. They feel that deep bond and that vulnerability with a woman when they are emotional. Then they have that sort of connection about what after they talk about feelings and deeper issues and things that they don't talk about with anybody else. You see, women can talk about their feelings all day. They talk about it with friends, family, people. I'm out here talking about it on a podcast. You know, it is just in our nature. The divine feminine is all about emotion. So women have that instinct to be able to talk about their emotions more freely. But for men, once they connect with a woman in a way where they're talking about their deep, real feelings, that's when he feels the most vulnerable. Men fall in love through trust. If he could let his guard down, let his walls down, and tell you things that he's never told other people or just really connect with you in a way like that, he is going to feel the most vulnerable he has ever felt, which ultimately leads to them falling in love. A man can have sex with you as many times as possible, every single day, and still freely go on to the next woman if that deeper connection isn't there. He could just keep bouncing around without a care in the world because to him, it's just about the act of pleasure. It's just that addiction that just feels good, right? That testosterone, it's overpowering. Whereas that same woman could be sitting around wondering like, why isn't he committing to me? What's going on? We're sleeping together so much. Like, I don't get what's missing, blah, 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 blah. Whereas on the contrary, a man could commit to a woman before even having sex with her at all. He might not legitimately become your boyfriend, I can't make any promises there, but he could very much like you enough based on that connection and the conversations and that deepness that you guys are having with each other that he might stop dating. He might stop seeing other people. Even if you guys are just in the stage of getting to know each other, he might very much stop going on the dating app, stop talking to other people. He might even ghost somebody that he was talking to before he met you. So for a guy, he could be sleeping with you every night, but if that deep connection is lacking, he will never commit. He will never fall in love. 
it just takes that one woman that he can feel like he could tell everything to or that he wants to tell everything to like he gets excited to talk to you and share things with you that is when a man falls in love so i'm going to do a little bit of oversharing here and i'm going to talk about a situation of my own now this is not something that i necessarily ever planned on talking about publicly or on a podcast or by any means letting people know my personal information but the reason why i even came up with this topic today to talk about this on a podcast was because i was talking with a friend about this specific situation and it really does align with this topic and i also want to preface the situation by saying it kind of sucks when you feel some type of way about a person that you honestly never even dated. And I want to just tell you guys that if you are going through a situation where you almost feel like you don't have the right to feel the way you feel about this person, that is not true. All feelings are valid. So many people downplay your feelings because oh, he wasn't your boyfriend. Oh, it wasn't that serious. Oh, who cares? That is just not healthy. And we can't downplay our feelings simply because of the level of how serious a relationship was or wasn't. Feelings are valid. Feelings are real. And whatever it is that you feel, you are totally allowed to feel. I almost feel like the hardest breakups that we go through are sometimes the ones that are not even with a committed, serious, exclusive boyfriend or girlfriend, simply because we kind of go insane not knowing how to even process this sort of breakup. We don't even know how to really process these feelings because we don't want to look or feel or sound crazy. But we definitely have these valid, serious feelings that hurt. And we kind of just have to like, throw them under the rug, you know, like brush them under the rug, get rid of them because we don't feel like it's valid to feel that way about someone that we weren't serious with. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. 
Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. So I'm going to talk about a relatable situation to that right now and align it with this whole women fall for sex sort of topic here. This is a more recent thing that I just went through with someone, a guy who was truly just a friend. Honestly, when we call a spade a spade, it was really nothing more than a friendship. Our friendship started out as just friends in a mutual friend group. We were out a lot, you know, the kind of friend that you just see out around a lot of people, but you're not actually like talking privately and things like that and then after a couple of years of knowing each other we ended up becoming like best friends and he and I would text every single day and like I said women naturally can just effortlessly talk about their feelings and I would tell him things all the time and he would tell me things and we would have great conversations and we really were just friends like he was totally in the friend zone for me I didn't even think of him another way after a long time of us having a really close friendship of talking all the time one night we were out and he ended up making a move on me we hooked up and then I don't think that we ended up sleeping together that night but it kind of had the wheels turning in my head that I'm like after that intimate moment I was like wow do I like kind of like feel a vibe like I wasn't really sure how I felt and then Yes, we ended up having a, you know, sexual relationship and we were hooking up pretty often and having sex, you know, pretty often. And immediately it was like overnight, I just automatically ended up having feelings for him. And it's funny because it's one of those situations that pisses me off. And if you guys have gone through this, you will know how I feel. And it's like, you wanted me first. How dare you not want me now that I actually want you back, you know? So he had kind of pursued me in that way. And then once we had that intimate part to our relationship, my feelings really started to develop and grow. And here's the thing. I really deeply desire a very specific type of relationship. I want romance. I want someone who's obsessed with me. I want somebody who will wine and dine me and spoil me and treat me like a queen and be super kind to me and be loyal to me. Like I want all of these things. And 
no, he didn't give me any of that. He didn't provide any of that. But it was almost as if I just kept thinking that there was hope in the back of my head. And I think I genuinely only thought that there was hope because of the fact that we were now intimate and we now were like flirting. Like our friendship dynamic definitely changed. Even though we still were pretty much just friends, you know, there was really nothing more to it. There was no other label. But now it's always in the back of my head that there's a chance because we broke through the barrier of it just being a friendship. Because trust me, I have guy friends that would never hook up with me and I would never hook up with them. And they may have girlfriends or maybe even not. And we can talk all the time and there is absolutely no underlying feelings there. But once we broke through that barrier, now all of a sudden I'm starting to see things through a different lens, through a different perspective. And that was completely created on the basis of just that we now hooked up. And the truth is now, as I reflect, I, I genuinely wish that we never hooked up. I just genuinely wish that he never broke the friendship barrier with me. And I genuinely wish that th those thoughts never entered my head because we would probably still be friends today. I don't live in the same state anymore. You know, we started hooking up when I did live at home and then we continued to hook up when I would go home and we would see each other and things like that. And the only reason why I finally just ended the friendship was because I think that I subconsciously always had that hope for the potential of what we could have in the back of my head that it was like hindering my dating experiences and it just made me think maybe one day he'll actually want something more serious but ultimately I had gone home quite recently and we had plans and I was really looking forward to these plans because I had pretty much prepped myself to meet with him and say hey listen this is how I feel I'm gonna put it all out on the table is there a chance, or if not, we need to completely take anything sexual off the table and possibly even end our friendship? The result was going to go one of three ways. We were either going to say, we feel the same way, let's make something happen. We were going to say, you know what, let's remain friends and let's completely forget this ever happened. Or we were going to say, clearly we can't have anything more than a friendship but we also can't be friends, so let's just end it here. And what had happened was he bailed on our plans. And it was almost like God answered the question for me and just did the work without me having to even really have that conversation. And so I ultimately told him, you know, forget it. We that's it. Don't let's just not even speak anymore because I was really looking forward to seeing him and having him bail on me definitely hurt at that moment. I, I, I was upset for sure. But it was really, it was a sign to me because I'm always asking the universe and God for evidence that my person is getting closer and closer. I'm always looking for evidence and I find evidence in everything. And I definitely found that as a piece of evidence. And most people might be like, how do you find that as evidence? But I find it as evidence because I always think, as people leave or as people, you know, kind of weed themselves out, it's making me one step closer to my person because clearly that's not my person, right? And 
if he was still in my life, then I would still have that feeling that maybe he is my person. Anyway, this situation really showed me that it is true. Women do value intimacy so much as a deep connection and as vulnerability and as letting their guard down and breaking their walls down. And I genuinely wish that I never let our friendship get to that point because it wouldn't have put me in a situation where I was romanticizing something to be more than what it was or I was romanticizing something to think that like he might one day wake up and be like I am ready to settle down with you. I don't know what I really was thinking but what I do know is that when I am dating guys or getting to know guys and there is absolutely no intimacy especially in those beginning stages because I, I just I don't do that. I'm in so much more control of my feelings. It's such a healthier way of dating. It's such a healthier way of feeling. I think the worst way to feel when you like somebody or are like pursuing somebody, I think the worst way to feel is confused. And that is what I felt because I couldn't tell. Is he liking me the way that he's talking to me? Or is he just flirting with me because he's sexually attracted to me? Like... I couldn't really figure it out and because we had a friendship I didn't want to really just like bring it up on text and be weird about it I wanted to just be like adults and be normal when we met in person but regardless what I do know is that having sex opened the floodgates for way too many confusing and uncontrollable feelings for me I think at the end of the day like there is a plus side to it because I do want to meet my person you do have to let yourself be vulnerable and the only way to get yourself into a position to be vulnerable enough to create something real with somebody is to allow yourself to potentially be hurt. No risk, no reward is kind of the saying, at least when it comes to business, but we could relate that here, right? No risk, no reward. So you kind of have to take the risk of letting your guard down and letting yourself potentially get hurt in order to know that you're at least being vulnerable and, and soft and real and trying to make something happen with somebody. That's the upside is that I was a version of myself that was open and willing to be heartbroken and willing to be hurt in order to figure out if this could be my person. So let's get into questions. I posted on my stories saying that I was taking any submissions, whether it was questions or advice needed or just like a crazy funny story time involving the topic of sex. I didn't want to give away the actual specific topic that I was discussing on today's podcast, but I kind of just gave you guys the umbrella topic that it's about sex. So out of the submissions that I got, I received two that I definitely want to answer and talk about. First up, I chose this one that says, I have chronic 24-7 pelvic pain, so intercourse causes me a lot of pain. I'm newly single and wondering how to navigate casual dating with this issue because most guys will want that at some point. This is a pretty intense situation because it's not the typical like, yeah, I just want to wait to have sex. You know, I'm, I'm making him hold out. It's not something like that. It's genuinely in your best interest, right? So I genuinely think that honesty is the best policy in this situation. But I also think that sex does not need to come up when you're casually dating, unless it's something you really want to do. Like, I 
am also casually dating. I go on a lot of first dates. I call myself like the queen of 50 first dates because I just know when I vibe with somebody right off the bat and I kind of avoid second dates like the plague unless it's someone that I'm actually intrigued in seeing again. And sex doesn't come up at all. It really does not because you're really just getting to know somebody So it could definitely avoid coming up when you are just getting to know somebody to the point where you might not even want to keep seeing them up until the point of like when sex would come up. You know what I mean? Like if you're just going on a first or second date, that doesn't have to come up at all. If you do end up seeing somebody a third time, a fourth time, and you feel like, okay, it is time for me to let this be known, I would just be honest and tell somebody, listen, I know that our relationship is progressing. I know we're still getting to know each other. And like intimacy is definitely something that's arising. But I want you to understand something that I suffer from or however you want to kind of word that. And it causes me a lot of pain rather than pleasure. And let it be known to them like I have to be really comfortable with you in order to get to that level. And I want to make sure that you understand, you know, how this feels for me, because it's not that it's off the table. It's just that it's not the average situation. It's not as easy for me as it might be for other people. So if you feel like I'm pulling back or or hesitant, it's nothing to do with you. It's just about that physical barrier that holds me back. And if you are on that level of comfort with someone that you can be that honest and you know real and upfront with then they probably are going to comfort you they're probably going to make you feel better about the situation and tell you that it's okay like they're not going to run away because of something that's out of your control right and if you're not on that level of comfort with someone to even tell them that then you're probably not on the level of comfort to even bring sex up at all so that means for those other people that you're casually seeing You probably don't even want to sleep with them. You don't even want to tell them. Like, if you're still that uncomfortable with them, then I wouldn't worry about it at all. And I would just enjoy your meals, you know, enjoy whatever kind of dates that you're going on with these people and just have fun. But sex doesn't have to come up because you don't have to have sex with everyone that you're casually dating. So I would really only save that conversation for someone that makes you feel comfortable enough to even want to progress to having sex with them and then you could just tell them the truth and take it from there but I'm sure that somebody who makes you feel comfortable enough to be honest will make you feel comfortable enough to say like I'm not going to pressure you like we'll do it when you feel that it's right and so on and so forth now for the other question that I chose says hey Vic I'm 24 and never had sex ever I just wanted to wait for the right one I've been going out with this guy and we decided to take our relationship to the next level We are finally a couple, like, oh my fucking god, my first boyfriend. We spent a night together, but I didn't let him go down there because I didn't feel ready. Like, I literally got so nervous, but I pleasured him. (laughs) I'll leave out the specifics, but I pleasured him anyway. Well, let's just leave it at that. But yeah, I'll see him this weekend, and we have a hotel booked because he's staying in my city. And here's my worry, girl. I feel like I'm ready to do it, but I know my period will come anytime soon and I don't want things messy. Plus, I'm not used to menstrual cups. I haven't taken pills and all that. What do I do, please? Any advice for a newbie? So this, of course, would happen. Like, just our luck as females. So 
First things first, I really hope for your sake that it does not happen for you. But if it does, kind of like what I said to the other girl, you know, honesty is the best policy. He's clearly your boyfriend. So clearly this is not going to make or break your relationship. But what I would do is spice things up in other ways. Like say that you get your period and you're like, there's just simply no way. Like I'm not having, I'm not losing my virginity on my period. Like this is not hot, not my vibe at all. For example, get some nice oils, like maybe eucalyptus smelling, like minty smelling, something that smells nice and give him a romantic massage. Like, I, you know, if you're trying to get intimate in some way, you could do something like that. You could have candles around, like you could really set the tone to spice it up in other ways that does not have to involve having sex. It would even be really cute to get like matching robes, like bring one for you, one for him, and it could just be a really comfortable, cute, relaxing little hotel night. You could also be really thoughtful and romantic even just by asking him, unless you already know, what his favorite candies are and like have them out, maybe make a cute basket, like just something romantic and thoughtful in a non-sexual way. Because I'm also sure if you're like giving him massages and candles and all that, that's super great and a turn on. But he also might be like, girl, fuck your period. Like, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, I have to just rip your clothes off right now. So that is romantic in like a sexual way. Whereas there's other ways to be romantic in a non-sexual way to just show him that you really care and that you really want this and that you're really excited about this relationship. But right now is just not the best time to advance, if you will, (laughs) in that way. That wraps up today's episode of For the Girls. Be sure to follow this podcast on Instagram at forthegirls.podcast. Show some love and the reviews. Give me some stars. You guys know the drill. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 